So, Phil, great to have you here at the studio once again. Um, tell us about the progress that you've made since uh, your last visit, uh, because I believe the last time we spoke, you had just announced the pledge uh, to reach net zero by 2050. Yeah, that's correct. Um, it's been a pretty bit of a whirlwind, really. Um, we've done quite a lot. We've taken quite a lot of actions already. Um, a lot of like things that might seem groundbreaking to some but actually they're quite simple um so as a club um we've done things like at our home ground we've banned um single-use plastic bottles um and and kind of we've given all of our teams every single age group who've now got their own um come welfare branded water bottle um which obviously they can fill up with water themselves um so that stops a lot of plastic which was being left around the ground um happening um we've also um gone with for the first time uh, a single sort of kit supplier um, and everybody's now very uniform so they've all got the same sort of kit and as part of that we've made sure the kit supplier is um, environmental friendly as well um, so the the supplier we have is a, is a company called Scimitar and they, um, they've given us a kit and club shop clothing which is made from our pet, um, which is like uh, single-use plastic bottle, uh, plastic bottles that have been melted into pellets and then woven into a fabric and made into um, polyester. Um, so that we've got uh, quite a lot going on in our clothing range, and we've also um, done quite a bit with our um, looking at our energy supplier as well. So we, we've signed up or the current energy supplier we have. We've got a, a certificate which says they're one hundred percent green. Um, we're actually exploring whether we can go further than that. There's new suppliers looking to start up now that are looking to be carbon negative even, so that there's a bit more we can do there as well. Um, they're, they're the, I suppose, the quick wins. Um, we're exploring um, putting bike racks outside of the ground um, and, and, and other things like that, but our primary focus has been picking up the, pick, the quick wins now um, and sorting out some of the bits we need to do for the... <laughs> Some of the, the big sort of, I suppose, hard-hitting things, um, which we might talk about in a moment around um, our clubhouse and uh, how, yes. we, how we make that um, sustainable. Yeah, and no, I was about to get onto that because you're well on the road to, uh, you, you know, to achieving your target. And I know the, the journey's only just begun, um, but all of this costs money, doesn't it? Um, and we're not talking shy figures are we there are big sums of money uh that need to be spent in order to achieve this aim for the greater good yeah that's correct i i i do feel sorry sometimes i think for you know for all uh community groups because i think um when you look at what people want to achieve to do that as you said it, it quite often costs money and there's there's a lot of grants out there um which you know which you can apply for but the the effort and work involved in it, it it's quite substantial. It's it's almost like a full time job to to write grant applications and and things like that to to actually get funding um, from um, from the right people. Um, but what what we've been doing of late, we, we we've formulated a bit of a, an action plan for the club, um, and we're looking at um, you know what 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 does the club look like in a few years time? We're we're growing. We're going to continue to grow. So we need to make sure whatever we do, we do it in a sustainable way. So our ground at the minute is quite minimal. Um, we've got changing rooms. We've got two pitches. Um, mm-hmm. and, and I know you have just had the barrier put around, though, haven't you? Yeah, so, so that was a big challenge. And again, that's probably one of the quick wins. It, it, that what One of the 
key challenges we had at a club for us to start focusing on the you know the big things and 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 getting significant investment we need to make sure what we've got there now is secure um i know a lot of clubs suffered suffer from antisocial behavior um and to, to be fair we've been working quite closely with um RTC council and i think i think that's one of the key things whenever you're looking at these types of projects it's, it's to make sure you're you've got some really good solid partnerships going with you know your council councillors mps whoever whoever's there to help you 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 need their support um but yeah we, we've managed to secure um perimeter fencing around our main pitch we used to get people walking dogs across it fouling on it we've motorbikes driving across it which which isn't the best um so that so that's now so so that's a big big sort of win um and then the next stage um that we've worked with a council the council are going to be putting perimeter fencing around the bottom fence as well about bottom pitch as well and we're we're looking at them tidying that pitch up and making it Mm -hmm. more playable because it's a bit boggy at the minute but after after that we the the focus is 100% switching to our changing rooms which are in a real mess yeah, so so talk about that more then, because you look at the change rooms now. You say they're in a real mess. Uh, the clubhouse as well. Um, you know, without wishing to beat around the bush, you know they're old. Um, you know they're old community facilities uh, that have served you well, um, but they're beyond their sell-by date. I think it's safe to say. And now you look at the clubhouse. Um, you look at the changing rooms. Uh, they, well, they just not only do they need updating. I think that the they need to be compliant with the um, you know the regulations that you've set out in order to meet your net zero aim. So that's what this is all about. It's about helping the club, giving the community facility as well. Um, just tell us about the work that uh, that that has to be done uh, because this is very much a ground up project, isn't it? Yeah. So so the, so the existing changing rooms that are there now they were built I think in the nineteen eighties. And when you look at them now, you go in there. Uh, if you look into the where the showers are, for instance, there's mould. There's you know, it's 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 not nice. We've got girls teams. We've got you know junior teams. They're not really suitable um, for for that sort of you know for the, for those teams to be using the changing rooms. To mm-hmm. be fair, um, what what's needed to them? Um, I mean, the existing structure itself it is pretty sound. Um, it needs updating with you know decent insulation, um, decent uh, a decent sort of uh, heating system. So we've got uh, an immersion heater there at the minute, um, but that's not really it's not really used very well. Um, so we're looking at things like um, uh, like a smart uh, controller for the immersion heater, so we could potentially you know when it's daytime and you know we're if we get solar panels on the roof we can charge Mm. we can run the immersion heater store the water keep that water there ready and when the electric when it's costing us less money and it's more environmentally friendly to do so and then use that water when we need it kind of thing i'm also looking at um uh getting a a decent sort of battery storage set up there as well so when i suppose as a a change room they're not going to be used 100 percent of the time so when those, you know, if we've got solar panels on the roof and it's it's a nice day, in theory we could be charging a set of batteries. So when, you know, it, it, it's 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 at a point where there's not much 
right. it's, it's quite costly to yes. do electric because electric yeah. we've seen what happened with electric prices recently when it's quite costly to use electric we've we've already got some energy stored on the battery we can then dump that energy yeah. and use it and then it's 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 clean energy that we've stored ready for um for use when when we really need it and i know we've touched upon it briefly already but why is all this so important what why is it something that the club feels it has to do well if you look at um it, it it is quite galling, really, when you look at sort of what what's predicted to happen with climate change. Um, I read an article in 2019 in the, I think it was the Times, where they, they basically listed out, um, I think it was 26 football league clubs in Premier League and the, the Championship, where those grounds in 2030 would be underwater. Um, and when I look now at the current sort of state of grassroots pitches now, um, obviously, we've had we haven't had the best of weather the last sort of six, you know last three or four months. There's been quite a lot of rain about. Mm-hmm. Most pitches are quite waterlogged at the minute, but when you sort of roll forward to you know 2030 and think what might that look like, how many how many grassroots teams or football games will be on solely because the the, the number of pitches yeah. are going to be impacted by by the climate you know by what's happening with the climate. Um, Temperatures rising mm-hmm. and, and sort of see you know potential flooding. Yeah, all really understandable stuff. Um, so let's get to the bottom line now. Um, all this work that needs to be done. Um, you, I know the maths must be quite a long process. Um, and you know, and costing all this up hasn't been easy uh, for the club. I can imagine. Um, but you, you've come to realise uh, that you can't do it on your own, and uh, once again, it's time for the community to step in. That's right. Yeah, I mean, a lot of the a lot of the grants you go for, um, they do need um, some commitment from a, what's called match funding. Um, and as a club, I mean, we, we've raised money before. In fact, in in twenty nineteen, um, the changing rooms we had, um, we we were looking at improving them back then, but then you know, COVID hit. Mm-hmm. Um, we 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 were just about to sign a deal for a grant then, and, and that would have that would have been. No, at least the modernised, but then um, COVID hit, that got pulled off the table, and you know we were left to, with the change rooms as we've got them now. And and back then, um, it, it's quite 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 interesting how COVID's kind of hit everything really. But back then we we priced up the cost of doing the work, and uh, you know we thought in the original grant application we've just done, we we kind of the the first submission because you normally go through multiple phases. Mm. The first submission we put an estimate of cost in how much we thought it would be, and when we've had to do uh, like a phase two of of that submission process, what you do is you go and get quotes from as many builders as possible to say right. So what what is it actually really going to cost? And the the costs pretty much because of COVID they they pretty much doubled. Yeah. So so that's the impact the pandemic has had. Yeah. Even after you know we say we've seen seasons curtailed, we've seen fans behind closed doors. Once again, even after that, you're still feeling the effects. Yeah, hundred um, percent. I mean, so so we we've we we need really help. Um, so so we've got we've got funds there in our account ready, um, but. We need more, um, so we're we're kicking off uh, a crowdfunding um, activity at the minute, um, where we're looking to to kind of fundraise, you know, hopefully around fifteen thousand um, pounds, which should um, be enough to get us you know over the line and, and have the the funds in place to get get the build done. Um, but that that crowdfund 
I suppose we, we need as much help as possible from the community and people, you mm-hmm. know, people to donate, um, businesses to even give us um, prizes that we can put up to people, businesses if they can even sponsor, you know, give us some sponsorship money um, and anything will help really to get us over the line. Yeah, indeed. So, so uh, give us the details then. Um, I, I know they're running on GTFM, aren't they, um, with the community message. Uh, but just give us the details here, uh, because I'm sure we can try and drum something up for you. Yeah. Um, so the if if you go on to our website, uh, which is uh, www.comewelfare.com, um, we've added a link for the crowdfunder on the the homepage, so anybody can kind of just click straight to it. Um, it. It'll have a list of quite a lot mm-hmm. of. Um, rewards on there so there's lots of sort of football specific rewards um that we've got on there so we've got some like club merchandise people can buy caps water bottles so i mentioned the the plastic bottles we've, yeah we've got some of them for sale if anybody wants them as well you know, come welfare water bottles um but there's there's things on there for businesses as well so if businesses want to do things like you know purchase an advertising board that'll that'll all go to the pot we've got things on there like i don't know the we we could rename the ground after a company if they want um, for mm. for a couple of years. You know, that, that, there's all of that kind of stuff on the table, as well as um, you know, for people that are not necessarily interested in football but maybe still want to kind of yeah, help. There's rewards on there for things like I don't know the local takeaways. Because it's very much a community thing, isn't it? It's not yeah. just a, a sport thing or a football thing. Yeah, and and that's the thing with a building when it's built. It's not for us. It's not just about the football. Um, we want to. The, the function room that you know that'll be on top of the changing rooms we want everybody in the community to to get use of it so if people want to rent it out you know or, or use that facility for any events they've got you know they're more than welcome to do so and, and primarily our goal as a club is to try and increase participation in sport mm-hmm. um you know we, as i said we we've grown massively over the years from a couple of football teams to now 15 teams we're looking at a vets team next year a women's team next year and, and we want to continue to yeah go. sounds sounds like a fantastic place to be uh, right now and exciting things happening at come welfare phil sainsbury thanks very much brilliant thank you